0: Welcome to the one season or another podcast with your host Skyla and Here we'll talk about faith, family, our careers, and our
1: adventures.
0: This episode is brought to you by the Mad Hatter Partying Event Rentals in Southwest Colorado.
1: Welcome back everyone to episode three.
0: welcome. Welcome. Um, thanks for joining us again and we'll kind of jump right into it because Sky has got some exciting news about her, her first year of ag teaching.
1: Yeah. So in two weeks we have FFA week, which is like a beefed up spirit week and two more
0: ag based spirit week, ag
1: based spirit week and every single ag program in the country celebrates it
0: or at least should celebrate it.
1: Well, at least should. Yes. Correct. But FFA week basically consists of fun events and, like, dress like a teacher day or something like that. Um,
0: we always, did, uh, like, you know, you went to a Hicks school. Um, we did camo day, which was a great excuse for telling where camo all day.
1: Fair enough. See, we did dress like the ag teacher.
0: So, did you dress like your female or male ag teacher?
1: I dressed up as my female ag oh, teacher because opp- we had... Missed opportunity. I know, but we had such similar tastes, and I was like, man, I can just wear my everyday attire and match with Miss Hudson.
0: <laughs> my favorite, though, was we always did driver tractor school day, um, and not a lot of kids in my program own tractors, so it was the Hamilton to drive all their equipment to school day, so we took combines and tractors, and we had like mx 240s and stuff and the the big fun equipment and all the little kids loved it
1: were you like the most popular kid in school that day
0: was yeah and it gave me an excuse i was like oh i can't leave my dad's tractors (laughs) so i had to not go to any class that day except for ag even like i got a college class i was like i'm gonna show up for the first five minutes give me my homework i'm gonna go do it in the ag shop
1: you're like i have to make sure nobody touches any tractors (laughs)
0: Yeah, but in the end, I was like, actually, I just want to hang out in the ad shop all day because I don't want to go to
1: class. I mean, fair enough. See, we we did, like, ride your horse or drive your tractor to school day, but then we... Oh, little side note. You might be hearing one of our dogs, one of our co-hosts, because she's a little grumpy tonight.
0: Te- feels a little sick.
1: Yeah. And, and so, back on track. <laughs> but, um... So we did that, but our main event was called the Taste of Colorado. And my ag advisors would prepare, like, weeks in advance to prepare all this food for, like, 150 people. Like, we would go sell tickets. People would come to the school and start eating wonderful food.
0: There is. I've, I know some schools in Colorado have done it, but we've either, neither of us have been it. There is a company that drives around America with horse trailers and during ffa week they're only pretty much connected to the ffa programs but they do donkey basketball which would be the coolest thing in the world if you did donkey basketball i i'm still looking for a school that would allow it because legitimately this usually it's like the officer team of the program versus the faculty you ride miniature donkeys on the basketball court and play basketball i think it'd be the best fundraiser in the world honestly like who wouldn't want to pay to see kids riding around on donkeys playing basketball
1: this is true i think Brandts not Brinson, um Briggsdale. Briggsdale did it earlier this year, and I was I showed it to my boss, and I was like, "Hey, we can do this," and she goes, mm, "No, no, no, no," because you know, brand new gym. And- <laughs> I have I
0: have it with our church. That uh, eventually, I think our church is going to do it. Oh, if the we b- <laughs> find a basketball court. We could do like the out the outdoor Lewis ariola basketball court for a fundraiser.
1: We could. That'd be super. It would just be such a good time it would be it'd be fun it's better than like cow pie bingo this is true. where you sit and wait for <laughs> a cow to poop on your number
0: i mean if your number's early that's a pretty hot commodity right there Win a little bit of money off some cow manure
1: i know but that's just so time consuming
0: and something that doesn't happen at uh, city schools anyone from like the big city that's listening to this susan be like what are them hicks talking about and honestly like You got to make your own fun in a small town.
1: This is true. And
0: FFA programs are very notorious for making fun in places maybe there's not normally fun.
1: Right. So, like, I know for sure because I told my officer team that they had to pick a day and plan that day out. Mm -hmm. So, the two things, like, that I'm absolutely sure that we are doing is Farmhand Olympics, where they have to, like, stack a few bales of hay, maybe pound in a a T-post. I'm not too sure about all the Olympic Games yet. But, and then we have teacher breakfast, which is on Monday, where we prepare breakfast for all the teachers and stuff.
0: Which is a cool way of giving back to the school.
1: Yeah, I know the faculty members, like, it a whole bunch because they get free breakfast, so...
0: You Just hope the kids that are making your breakfast like you.
1: Yeah, they don't like hockey <laughs> in your pancakes.
0: <laughs> what other things? Do you guys I know at the national level like there's a lot more in the spotlight
1: type deals, but you guys have anything else that you know of? Not that I know of. I know that we're going to do I'm really pushing for like dress like the act teacher day.
0: I would love to see some of your gung ho boys. Walking around in like some Wandering Maverick shirts and some uh, cardigans that what you got on. Is that a nice little cardigan? Yeah, little cardigan. A little
1: cardigan. Oh. Or my little like corduroy jumpsuit. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But I think that would be funny personally.
0: I mean, it would be interesting.
1: It would it might be. have some new
0: dress code rules at the school after that. <laughs> I know.
1: But. I did it when I was in high school, but thankfully, well, I guess we are a male and female ag teacher program here. Oh, there you go. But when I was in high school, all the girls dressed like Mr. Jacoby, and but then Miss Hudson and I wore, like, the exact same thing all the time. So I was like, I can just wear my everyday attire and match with Miss Hudson, so we, I didn't have to go out of the box. We never did
0: that. We did a lot of the Ag Olympics. I think that's probably... One of the more common ones across. Oh, it. yeah. And then we always oh, did a petting zoo. That was always a big hit because our school was connected to the elementary and the kindergarten. So every kid brought in their animals and we had horses and sheep and goats and pigs and a few cattle dogs running around the school. Again, it was one of those more of an excuse for kids to uh, hang out with their animals all day in the ag shop. But I'll say that one was cool as we like actually taught about the animals. Right. The excuse was on the backside, we got to hang out with our animals.
1: And just chill out. Yeah. Like,
0: what? it's like the tractor thing. Like, we used to drive our tractors down the Main Street of Dolores for lunch. And there was many times you got, like, the cops, at knew what was going on. Uh, sometimes dads didn't know what was going on. Maybe I told my dad after the fact that, hey, I drove your <laughs> tractor down Main Street for lunch. It was like the one that like I said. I was cool. Everyone wanted to go to lunch with me because I had, like, the buddy seat in the tractor. Which, if you, like, grow up farming, you realize that was probably the best innovation in ag since, like, the electric or the, like, gas-powered motor because oh having God. to sit on, like, the little flip-out armrest of a tractor or in the floor right. was super painful. Like, your butt hurt like no other. And then all of a sudden one day it's like, hey, we should put a buddy seat in And it's legitimately called the buddy seat. It is. And it's not a great seat either. Your butt's so much more comfortable. And, like, especially as a little kid, you're like, oh, I have my own personal seat.
1: A little side story mm-hmm. Two summers ago, the first time I ever rode, well, I guess this is the second time I ever rode in a tractor was with Tell's dad. And Tell's dad was like, you need to learn how to farm. And so I sat in the buddy seat for like, was it like five, was, four? It was like a whole day. F- yeah, it was like a whole day, like five or four hours. And um, it was very uncomfortable, I will say.
0: You know, it's, it's funny though. I have many recollections of chilling in the tractor with dad or brother or mom or grandpa. Uh, and it's all those things like a little kid didn't seem fun, but like reflecting on it now, those are probably some of the highlights of my life was the buddy seat era of farming. Uh, and that was like one of my favorite memories of my dad's side, father, my grandpa on my dad's side, was loading hay with him out of a tractor in the, there wasn't even a buddy seat. There was You stood there <laughs> over the edge and tried not to fall. But uh, super like... super fun, and it's like it makes it. Well, you try not, like, yeah, try not
1: like buckling your knees. Yeah, trying
0: to buckling on your knees. I was like, yeah, greatest memories you have. I swear, as a farm kid, and just honestly, any kid that has the ability to work with their parents, like you're gonna enjoy working with them way more in the hindsight than you are in the moment.
1: Right. I mean, I had a lot of fun with your dad that day. We did a lot of bonding that day. We talked a lot, mostly about weeds and. Nerd soil combos. <laughs> kind of yeah, I'll okay.
0: say, one well, of the coolest, though, is... Actually, I wasn't in the tractor. I know I just came up after, but Stetson was... I think he was planting wheat for Dad. And was driving around, and I got a phone call. Yeah, because I wasn't with him. I got a call. And then a picture, and he's like, look what I found. And he caught a baby uh, coyote. Like, brand new baby coyote. His oh, eyes were still, goodness. like, glued shut with all the baby eye stuff. And <laughs> he was very... In- He's like, I want to keep it, but then he could see the mom like walking on the ridge behind, so he ended up putting it back in its hole.
1: I mean, that would have been a cool pet. That well, would have been weird. <laughs>
0: car you're not legally allowed to own wild animals, so we don't have it per legal standard. <laughs> we definitely did not keep it.
1: Um, but anyway, tractors—they're always a good time if you could drive them to school, and you're, you're always famous.
0: You're famous. FFA week's a good time though. It's a, it's a cool... If you, if you get a chance looking into the history and all that, it's a good time.
1: It is a good time. And it's just fun for the students. Kind of mm-hmm. like a give back to your community. But also, you get to do fun things and get out of class mostly. So... It's a give and take. To all my teacher friends listening to this, I apologize that students will be leaving your class. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's more important they go sit with their
1: tractor. Exactly yeah it's
0: but yeah do it though and i mean that's going to be coming up quick and then right after that we're like full-fledged prep into honeymoon and per request of our 46 listeners that we've had thus far which (laughs) i think most of them are in your class uh some of them want to know a little bit more about our honeymoon because apparently that's the big deal i mean it is a pretty cool deal i'm shocked and this is this is the new era of living with a teacher Uh, how involved students get with their teachers lives you look back like i did that too but the the level of dedication your students have to knowing what's going on in your life is pretty impressive
1: this is true but i think the ag teacher relationship with students are very different. different just because and also i'm 22 years old i'm four years older than my oldest student so i mean that put that in perspective it's kind of hard to have a different relationship with them like a authority figure they look at me and they're like are you sure well, some,
0: some of them have siblings probably older than you
1: yeah they do it's, <laughs> and so
0: definitely wild
1: they just look at me and they're like we're gonna be friends one day and i was like after you graduate mm-hmm. we can be I, friends yes
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we are we are gonna we're in prep for that and we're slowly buying things and getting around but the full breakdown if you listen to our last podcast we kind of talked about it But uh, we're going to Mazatlan, Mexico, which is in the Sinaloa province of Mexico, or state, sorry, I think it is a state in Mexico. Yes. Um, Home of the Sinaloa cartel as well, so that's cool. (laughs) If you don't hear from us after our podcast, or after our honeymoon, that's what happened. That's what... (laughs) But we're (laughs) going down there with Ramsey Russell and Get Ducks Outdoors, Um, I think it's just Get Ducks, to hunt some birds for a couple of days. Sky let me pick, so we did also get some just regular honeymoon time at the resort but
1: yeah we're also going to like i don't know it's a really huge gigantic aquarium that they have there which I'm really excited for and then they have like this island that's offshot of the right it's like oh, yeah. cross it's that like deer no rock? deer island
0: deer island
1: and you get to pay to go like snorkeling and you get to see the whales and Jet Ski, I think it, nope.
0: too. But wait, is that movie, Tammy, where she has the jet ski. Oh, yeah. Hello, <laughs> me on. Or anyone that's ever watched Eastbound and Down, he has a jet ski, and it's like his prized possession.
1: But our, our two things that we're mostly excited for is touring a, a guava farm, and... It's, it's agava, isn't it? Agava, guava, agava. Iguana. It's an iguana <laughs> farm. Tomato, iguava, which...
0: Is the main ingredient in tequila, but also a super unique process because a god of plants are humongous and they have specialty old school hand tools. And I think it's still like hand harvested.
1: And it's a distillery, isn't is it? A, a one of them.
0: I think there's a lot around there.
1: Right, and then of course going in shooting some pintails and cinnamon teal.
0: And all the good stuff. I think shovels are prevalent down there. That's actually a bigger deal.
1: It's just, we watched a like a YouTube short of our honeymoon package that we decided to do and I must say the food looks so delicious so I'm really excited about that.
0: The food is I think a a drawing point being it's like the uh, the main area for seafood to be imported into Mexico and the fisheries out there so it's a it's a big deal down there for fresh fresh seafood which We live in rural Colorado. Fresh seafood is not a thing here.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) So, it's going to taste different. I heard the crab, like warm water crab, tastes way different than like... Cold water? Cold water crab.
0: So, does it taste better or worse though?
1: I I hear it tastes worse because it's spongier. The warm water is? Yes.
0: So, you got to eat that Deli's catch crab. Yes. Yeah, was it the Bering Sea
1: that's, or where, the that's where Alask- you gotta
0: your crab the king the king crab. i
1: think they've alaskan, catch, king yeah, crab. alaskan
0: king crab and then blue crab which if we go when we go to alaska for eider hunting they hunt in the same like area
1: this is true so we can just pick up our crabs and pick up our king eiders and
0: chill on back. i can tell you which one's gonna taste better not not the eider
1: if, for those of you who don't know king eider is a type of duck that i really wanted to shoot but tell, didn't want to spend our honeymoon in the freezing cold. In
0: straits of Alaska. Yeah,
1: I mean, it is probably, did I, I. <laughs> it's probably
0: one of the most miserable hunts out there.
1: It's it truly is. Like, it's a rewarding,
0: cool thing. Not a lot of guys come to to say they do it. There's only like two outfitters that even guide up there. But like people die doing it. You, some guys hunt off zodiac boats, it looks like, and it's yeah. it's freezing. Versus 80 degrees in shorts and crocs in Mexico so i did want to keep my wife around for a little bit after <laughs> I, and i did, will say my first option was an african safari that got kicked out
1: that's because you're so we got married two months after tell's brother did and they went on a african hunt and i didn't want to copy them I already <laughs> we already copied the same year so i wanted to be different
0: we are going and we have set up and booked Another thing of dating a teacher, or being married to a teacher, sorry, is we have to schedule around, like, spring break and yeah. Christmas break. So, we are booking our
1: African, African hunt in
0: Botswana in for 2025.
1: During my spring break. During
0: spring break. <laughs> she's lucky enough. She's already got that. We, we have a unique way of spending time and...
1: Money. Money,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, spring breaks are for African safaris, which is great, um, and that's, you know, the beauty of not only... Our jobs that we have unique schedules, but also, uh, like, the organization we're a part of and I'm on a board with down here to the SCI, which yes. is Safari Club International, we're um, the Four Corners board.
1: And it's not for safaris.
0: Only. We're not just AFRICA. Uh, <laughs> largest hunter's rights organization in the world. There we as go. West. And everyone just got done on our board at the Nashville National Convention, and that looked like a good time, but our... Board and our smaller banquet down here is March 9th the day we leave for Mexico.
1: So they were gracious enough to let tell leave during such an important time.
0: It's doing a lot of back work, They're doing a lot of back end work. Um, my brother and I are the hunt committee, so we are the ones compiling all these hunts that we're going to have off auction off our banquet. Which is something that really blew my mind when I got into this. Is so many outfits were willing to just give you hunts, give you animals because it's
1: really cool though it's really
0: cool um a lot of it if you're going to Africa, it's because they're upselling you if you're going to a lot of these other countries like we have a hunt that's in spain they're going to upsell you on another animal when you get there so there's there is that factor
1: that little little tidbit <laughs> but it's
0: so our on on the hunt committee we we email call whatsapp a lot of these outfitters um asking them if they want to donate something and we honestly have really good success um people in the hunting industry are just a lot more friendly and willing than most think
1: do you have a little sneak peek list of what Uh, you have
0: we have we always have african hunts um which honestly are one of our less performing hunts and when i went to the surprising it is but when i went to the national i went to a national training this year down in texas in san antonio at the lazy ck ranch lazy care i think it's lazy ck ranch um they're like yeah everyone's like do, do an African hunt or two one in your live, one in your silent um, really what our big stuff is that does really well is continental U.S. stuff
1: and your Spain trip does our super Spain well, right? our, One of
0: our best always is the uh, jet boat and uh, sturgeon fishing in Idaho. Yeah. People love that. Um, well, we,
1: I think it's the people on your board that love <laughs> Yeah, that. we have, we have
0: <laughs> one guy on the board buy every year for the last like four years, but they caught like a nine foot sturgeon this year, so that's pretty cool.
1: It is
0: cool. But uh, we have that. Um, on most side For it is the simplest one, but Stetson and I are actually donating a youth waterfowl hunt. Um, so we're going to take a youth and their parent out, or a youth and whoever mentor out, on what we hope to be probably their first waterfowl hunt in the area. Um,
1: Which would be cool.
0: It's cool. What's cool is all the money goes towards conservation. Um, it goes to our chapter. We send some to the National SCI, but a lot of it gets put right back into Whatever event we're doing, Skylar got to help last year on the Youth Fishing Derby, which is actually probably one of our more successful events. We take, what do we have, like 20 kids this year?
1: Um, I think it was uh, closer to like 15, but it was super it was super cool because they got to learn how to fly fish if they wanted to. And they ha- we had some amazing guides help these little kids and help them catch different kinds of fishes.
0: Yeah, trout. All trout. Yeah, a
1: lot but of trout.
0: It is a cool deal. Um, we got a couple of local fly guides that take kids out and teach them to fly fish, teach them to cast, bait casters and stuff. And it, it's a really good time because we do it on private ponds, so it's more of a guaranteed catch deal. Yeah. Um, we give away like prizes for biggest fish, most fish, first fish on the fly. Right. Like we do a smallest fish.
1: It was super cool. And then I went fly fishing with one of the guides right after our wedding. It was a wedding present.
0: From a board member. From a board which member. Which is also Dallas friend, which was yes. also our photographer.
1: Yes, she's pretty awesome. She's pretty me Leah, or legit outdoors. Um, highly recommend her for any photography. But she took me to, well, with Jamie, which, what is his outfit called uh, again?
0: Piedra River.
1: Yeah. And he is super knowledgeable. So if you're in the Four Corners area and you want to learn how to fly fish, hit him up because I'll, he's super we're not good.
0: sponsored but jamie if you're listening and you want to sponsor us sky logo fly fishing with you i'll just make fun of you guys for your <laughs> fly fishing ice fishing he is the guy that he makes fun of us for duck hunting in the cold even though it's like the same temperature out there and you can see on his story he's out punching holes in the ice catching fish and we're just <laughs> punching holes in the ice and shooting ducks but you did have a good time on that
1: i did and we- he'll be
0: in the banquet i think we have two of his trips
1: and he's super good, and I knew nothing about fly fishing when Leah took me, and he taught me a lot. So. I, I will
0: say, I think that's how you can tell if someone's mastered whatever they're very interested in is if you can teach it I right. teach teach it in like a day. You guys were out there for a couple hours, and Scott was sending me pictures. Of, it was like all day, <laughs> but well, I was in the first like two hours, and I was like. Scott's going to have a long day because it's going to be learning. And then, boom, like, here's pictures of fish. Catching fish. Yeah, which I posted one of those on our YouTube today, that, uh, the picture of you holding that little brookie.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it, you know, we were in good company, so, of that's course, true. it was going to be that's a That's really lot what
0: hunting is about is yes. the company you keep.
1: Good um, company.
0: One thing I'm really excited about this SCI this year is we actually have a kid that I went to high school with, um, and we actually reconnected out of high school back at church, Making a, like, Four Corners SCI knife. and it's Like, a signature deal type deal, it sounds like. And that would be cool. Because um, it's
1: locally made. Well, it's locally it's made. He's locally. a really
0: good friend. He uh, Is he an elder at our church? We voted on that, didn't we? Yes, he is an yeah. elder. He's a super good guy. Elder high. I, or deacon? One of the two. One of the two. Um, I don't know what his, I think it's like Mountain Made Knives. I, I don't remember what his knife companies, but I'll make sure to tag him in it. He yes. made some really sweet knives, um, and he made like a tomahawk today. So
1: and good quality too. Good
0: quality, just good guy. I want to support a good Christian guy. Yeah, he was. I said, ch- chatted with him at church today, and he he was all jazzed up about it.
1: He was so. and excited too.
0: Yeah, well, that's one of those things. I think most times you find someone. That's why I'm now uh, looking to buy disc golfs. Is you find people in church, and you're like, hey, we know you're a good guy.
1: Um, You want to go play disc golf with me? (laughs) Yeah,
0: and then randomly you're sitting there, and now you have new friends, and then boom, your student shows up in church and sits next to you. I
1: know that was, listen, I'm sorry for this particular student who is going to listen to this, but I was just chilling, and then I turned my head, and then I saw her, and it just made me giggle because uh, we spend a lot of time with this particular student because she's running for state office. Yeah,
0: I, I'm her unofficial official state officer coach. And I just, let's just face so like Some people are meant to be fun and hang out with you a lot. And I guess
1: exactly. she's
0: one of them. She's
1: pretty all right. If she gets the state <laughs>
0: office, when she gets state office, I have very high hopes for her. Maybe we'll get her on the podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe. We may not give
0: her that much like, here you go, congratulations, because we do got to keep her up. If she gets that state officer vibe, got treated like every other state officer <laughs> you're only really cool until once you retire once you retire but she was yeah she showed up at church today
1: which was with, nice
0: with uh one of my good friends and one of our good duck hunting buddies
1: so and now she'll never gonna live that down yeah you know we're here to help yes we are
0: but now we and it was it was a good church i think a lot of people enjoyed it, it was freaking packed i i was surprised and like all of our bible study group was gone
1: minus is- our preacher. Our preacher yeah, was there.
0: But I didn't even see his wife.
1: Yeah, she wasn't there. I saw the
0: kids. I uh, had to go to the bathroom, and I got out. and His <laughs> youngest four-year-old, five-year-old daughter?
1: I think she's five. Had this
0: thing where she just, like, we stare at each other, make funny faces. While well, I was doing that. Dirty
1: looks. She gives you She dirty does give you dirty looks. And
0: I ran right into the wall and probably disrupted the whole church.
1: But that's okay. It was, it was funny. It was a good time. But our preacher... Has not been preaching. It was a different guy preaching. Today. I wonder if
0: he was like that guy was a past preacher, like if he'd done it prior, well, he, or was he just a deacon or
1: he's an elder. Elder, but then he preaches at the Christian Disciple oh, Center. Oh, that's right.
0: He he preaches and does some some missionary work.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So that's what he does. But yeah, it was was, super good. It
0: was yeah. We talked about First John two.
1: Yeah, chapter. Well, verses twelve through fourteen.
0: Which anyone that can actually quote the Bible, verbatim, I can't. Um, it was a pretty cool one because it was, it's I would say, your, like your maturity or age in your God faith. and faith. Yeah, yeah, which, and
1: your faith. If
0: you look at like Scott and I, I would be considered a baby,
1: a child, a child. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> which is not that I think, but mm-hmm. the early stages where Scott, you're like not a young adult. You're, you're. What did he say? Well, I was a father, because it was based around the verses were based around right. the father, but much more mature in your your walk versus me, who's like
1: a little baby, a little <laughs> child, yeah,
0: and a lot like more learning.
1: Well, everything you got to learn about. Yeah, so like it, what, it's like hunting. Exactly yeah. like what you said earlier is something mm-hmm. that you're passionate about. You'll be able to teach it one day. So,
0: right, but for now, I'm the. The little baby, as Scott would say in yeah, the, the little it was,
1: baby.
0: It was a good one though. I think, like you said, you know, Scott had the fortunate opportunity to be very involved early on. And so yes. her walk was honestly probably pushed more onto her at the beginning.
1: Yeah, well I have a little trouble past, but <sighs> um not really trouble, but um, my aunt and uncle adopted me and they um they were they are christians and they were like hey you and your sister and your dad need to come to church and so we start going to church and it, i'm very thankful for that because i would be so lost without them and without growing up the way that i did because they guided me on the right path that's for sure
0: On well, just like i said you find the people now that help you I found you which was probably one of the more impressive or not impressive isn't the word but impactful people that push me into the faith versus some people that like that are born into it or something sometimes right. you gotta you gotta walk a little bit in your own life um which usually ends up being the wrong place until you find it
1: well you were doing good we just uh, in order to date me. I kind of made that ultimatum. And, and like, now I've got friends
0: you... that force me to go play disc golf with them and dent red Tacomas.
1: Exactly. So if you have a red Tacoma.
0: We said this in the last episode, but I'm still bothered. <laughs> but, uh, Statue of Limitations is passed, so you don't.
1: You can't sue me about it. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: But well, it's okay. It, like I said, it's. It's important to find out. That was the cool part when we jumped into church, though, down here, is it was not a week or two weeks after we'd already found a Bible study group of people that are also becoming very fast friends.
1: They wanted to be your friend.
0: They wanted to be my friend. The wives want to be your friends especially.
1: Exactly.
0: Really, the most important part, though, besides the nice, relaxed environment we're learning about faith is, uh, like, we have one of our Bible study guys hook us up with what is now becoming quickly my favorite hot sauce.
1: Oh my goodness, it is so good. They grew these peppers and they made their own hot sauce and it gradually gets hotter as it sits.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a fermentation process or something. And it, it was good enough that then like coincidentally, not too long ago, a documentary on Hulu came out about hot sauces and, and hot peppers. Super, growing super peppers.
1: Hot, yes.
0: Which is its own category of like extremely hot peppers. And this is definitely not a super hot pepper hot sauce, but it's really good. Um, I wouldn't no, say
1: it's pretty hot. It's hot. It's not like
0: super hot though. It's like, not
1: super hot.
0: You're not gonna die from it.
1: No, you're not gonna throw up by eating it. If you if you drink that whole thing, you might. Yeah, this is true. But
0: what is it though? It's got a um, what is the non hot pepper in it though? Banana peppers.
1: Yeah, he has Which, banana peppers, it's, and in it. it's
0: like sweetens up. I think it would go great on pineapple pizza. We That's why about yeah, that yeah. We did talk With, about that. It was great on Tater Tots. It you know, is delicious. Skylar, though, I would like, say, she eats hot stuff on everything. Like, she ruins popcorn.
1: I put Tabasco sauce on popcorn.
0: And it's not even the flavor. I got a real weird thing about I don't like soggy bread. I refuse to eat soggy bread. I think That's disgusting. why
1: you, like, pick it up individually and you sauce each popcorn She says that while she
0: dumps it over the top of the whole... Thing of popcorn. That's so because it, I get it gets, impatient. <laughs> yeah, and it, it eventually ruins all of it for me.
1: But you, by that point, you're like, I don't want anymore. So I'm like, here we go. Sauce me up. I don't have to patiently eat my popcorn. No,
0: but it does. This this hot sauce is it's pretty pretty phenomenal.
1: She's gonna the wife. To this guy that gave us this hot sauce, Miss Bonnie. She's going to teach me how to make or can. Can, there you go. She's, She's going to teach me how to can jellies and jams.
0: And hopefully continue to provide us with some hot sauce. Be like our hot sauce dealer.
1: Yeah, personal hot sauce Personal dealer. hot sauce dealer. <laughs> so, Bonnie, if you are listening to this. <laughs> <us, laughs> We're
0: actually almost out.
1: <laughs> We're about halfway through. <laughs>
0: Put a lot on enchiladas tonight.
1: And it is delicious. Highly recommend it.
0: Well, that's our time for this evening. We appreciate everyone listening. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button, as well as subscribe or like all of our social media. Yes. Our first YouTube short got 2.4 thousand views, so I was pretty impressed by that. Our second impressed. got 34, so. <laughs> but yes, like and subscribe. Make sure to leave us a five star review, because we're only worth five stars. If you figure out how to give us six, to do it, but I don't think we're going to allow you.